appreciated our guest on the crosstalk trying to help us understand all of this, Dr. Michael Bassett from uh, Mayo Health System. Uh, uh, doctor, good morning. Thanks very much for talking with us. Uh, COVID vaccines for the very young, single-digit kids. Uh, is is that a good idea in your opinion? You know, I think so, Mike. Um, you know, we're vaccinating 12 and older with the Pfizer vaccine currently. Um, the mechanism by which the vaccine works is safe. Um, and, you know, We've been giving young children vaccines for years now for preventable diseases, and I think COVID is just the next in line for this, um, you know, line well, of preventable disease and that we use vaccines for. So for the sake of uh, conversation, I'll say that those vaccines, the MMR and so forth, were uh, tried and true and tested for a very long time, got FDA approval, and then given to young people. This is still experimental, doesn't even have FDA approval, and yet you want you want me to turn over my eight-year-old to get vaccinated in hopes that there aren't any uh, issues after he gets the vaccination when most uh, health experts will tell you that your eight-year-old will, con- will, will contract COVID and 99 point whatever percent recover without issues. You know, the young population does have those more favorable statistics when it comes to the disease. Um, but I do also think that immunity while it does wane over a lifetime, can be lasting. So regardless of, you know, kind of thinking about influenza as we start to see more variants of the COVID virus out there, who really knows what's to come? This is what viruses do. You know, yearly influenza vaccine can actually help cover future strains that come out. The more your immune system knows about a specific type of virus, the better it is at fighting this off. I think that it's beneficial to provide this to children because, you know, you're going to see forward as we see the land of the delta you know all this new variant of covid which is what viruses do to be fair you're going to protect them down the line not just over the next couple years well that's why the flu vaccine is sometimes really effective and sometimes not because uh, to prepare enough uh, vaccination you have to educated guess which uh, flu virus is going to come down the pike and if you guess right uh, then the, the the vaccine works really well if you guess wrong Everybody gets the flu, they get over it, and a few people die, but not millions, and we don't have to shut down school or the world to get beyond it. I I hear an awful lot of parents on this program say, me and my kids, we're going to take our chances with with COVID. We're just, I'm not convinced yet that it's going to be safe long term. I'd hate to get my kid the vaccine and find out that, you know, he's or she's sterile now. Didn't get COVID, Mm -hmm. but can't have babies. Yeah, so, you know, looking at the way these vaccines work, that, that I don't think that's going to happen. You know, this is a, you know, based on whether it's the J&J or the Pfizer, uh, or the Moderna, the vaccine works in a, ver- a way that's very similar to prior vaccines where it presents part of the virus, not the live virus, but a protein in the virus to the body, and the body reacts to that, making an immune response, and then storing that as like an immunity memory for many years to come. So based on the mechanism of the vaccine, I really don't see things like that instance happening. God, I hope not. Uh, This is the season of summer colds. And as we discussed earlier, you know, somebody's in the office, they used to just sneeze and say, excuse me, but not COVID, not COVID. Don't worry. Uh, That that joke got less funny uh, as more and more people got COVID. 
But uh, we're going to have an awful lot of people getting summer colds. How do you tell the difference between COVID and just a cold? You know, I got asked that question many times. I'm sure. Uh, and it is difficult <laughs> because coronavirus at its basic level is actually and has been a cause of the common cold for years. But in the history in India, across the world, you've seen these particular variants like MERS and SARS and now COVID-19, which are particularly aggressive variants that result from mutation within this virus family. So sometimes you're going to get COVID and the symptoms will present just as your common summer cold. It is a coronavirus. Um, You don't need to be seen in the office for simple cold symptoms. Sometimes these things can be managed with over-the-counter medications, Tylenol, ibuprofen, kind of decongestants. But, you know, things to look out for, significant fevers, greater than 102 for a couple days, you know, cough if you're coughing up significant amount of mucus, if it's productive, Um, if you get better but all of a sudden get worse, or if your symptoms are lasting longer than 10 days, those are all kind of reasons and clues that you should probably go see your doctor and get it figured out what's actually going on. Yeah, sure. Uh, I'm, I'm curious, how much conversation do you have with patients that wonder about alternative uh, medications? I'm really kind of worried about the vaccine, doctor, but what about ivermectin or uh, you know any of the other uh, medications that may uh, also have had uh, positive results while treating uh, COVID or the summer cold? Yeah, so specifically what we've been doing in the hospital in the past has been remdesivir and dexamethasone, an antiviral and a steroid. Um, You know, a couple of those fad medications came into the spotlight throughout kind of our our, um, desperate race to beat this thing, if you will. And they, they have fell out of favor after more data came out demonstrating that they really did not improve outcomes significantly. Uh, I haven't heard anything in regards to ivermectin specifically being of any benefit, a classic uh, anti-parasitic, um, but, you know, it remains to be seen. I yeah. really don't have anything that I can back with evidence to offer patients in regards to specific treatment for coronavirus, but I have seen what we've done in hospitals. It does. Um, and the data continues to come out on those types of medications. The harder I try to pull up the name of the other medication, the further away it gets from the tip of my tongue. Uh, uh, there's another one, uh, a very popular alternative uh, medication that has been around for a very long time. It's inexpensive. It's been uh, proven by at least some doctors who uh, who are up on, on Facebook or on YouTube for a few minutes before they get banned. Uh, uh, talking about the success that they've had with their patients. Are there just, uh, is all of that baloney? Anybody who says any kind of treatment is, uh, my my experience is it's successful, that's all baloney unless it's the approved vaccine from Pfizer or Moderna? I think maybe, are you talking about Plaquenil or no. hydroxychloroquine? Hydro- there you go, hydroxychloroquine. Hydroxychloroquine. Yeah. And a zinc yep. kicker, you know, that that stuff. Yeah, the hydroxychloroquine is similar. It's the same thing as Plaquenil. I always, you know, in med okay. school, struggle with both the generic and the sure. brand name. But that more data has come out around Plaquenil, hydroxychloroquine, and really the larger studies are showing that there's no improvement in outcome, which is why you don't see it widely used in hospitals anymore, not in Mayo Clinic at least. Yeah, I'm just curious about that. I do appreciate that, uh, being able to tell the difference between a summer cold and covid uh, should be uh, fairly simple, as the uh, 
symptoms present themselves getting worse and getting worse, then you get a, you get a f- fever, and if you've got a young child, bring them to the doctor, see the doctor. Yeah, and to be honest, that may not even be COVID. It could be another like a just a regular virus or no virus. How how boring, COVID, you know? Oh, go ahead. How boring would that be? I got a cold, had to stay home from work, and it was just a cold. You know, wouldn't that be great, Mike? Yeah, you're, <laughs> you're telling me. Dr. Michael Bassett, thank you very much for talking with us this morning. I hope that there are some parents around uh, the western Wisconsin taking a deep breath. <sighs> I'm glad. Now I don't have to worry about that.